Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sheffield Digital Podcast. I'm Ian Broom. As always, I'm joined by Mel Kanarek and Chris Diamond. Hello both. Hello. Hello. So this is the first time we have separated the interview section of what was previously the Sheffield Digital Podcast Mm -hmm. into its own space. That's in a different place. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I mentioned that first, because that's not this. Listeners, Ian is waving his hands around here in a very demonstrative way. <laughs> There's the old Constantly. podcast over here. and Over, over here we have uh, the interview section of the podcast. And right here, which is what you're listening to, is the news and events. We've decided to separate the two two things out. Always experimenting. Yeah, very agile, <laughs> very iterative after let, three years. Please let us know if you think this is a good idea, having them split out, or if we should keep them together and have one long podcast. Yes. The one long podcasts for quite some time have been chapterized, so yeah. people could move between them if they use the same app, but I don't know if anybody appreciates the work I, that goes into that. Do you, ever, do you ever skip? Do you ever? No. I mean, when you're listening to a podcast, you just listen to it, don't you? You're not there on the controls, skipping no. forward. Stuff. I'm you're, not. You're busy in the bath or something. Exactly. Like yeah, you're doing something with your hands. You're driving or cycling or something. Yes. So we decided to separate the two things because um, they're both equally important. So let's have them uh, um, uh, separated. Um, so that means we are now going to talk about uh, news, special things, events, stuff that's happened in Sheffield mm. since the last time we spoke. Um, but we should say, as always, thank you to Rebel Base Media for um, uh, letting us use their studio. As always, you can use this space yourself. Uh, they also have a hosting service for podcasts called Captivate. It's captivate.fm, and uh, we recommend them. That's why it's, this all sounds all sparkly and nice. Um, where are we going to start? Uh, we talked about the AGM previously on episode, I think, 39. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 38. Yeah. Now, this is the problem. This is 39B, we're have. right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the problem. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll get used to this. Um, and um, and we, we said we'd come back to it a bit more later to go into detail. So maybe talk a bit more about the kind of things that you said at the AGM, mm-hmm. a kind of state of the nation for Sheffield Digital. So Mel, what state is Sheffield Digital in? <laughs> in, in a sound. <laughs> so at the moment, for me right now, Sheffield Digital is a mix between uh, and uh, <laughs> Chris, uh, what are the biggest challenges? Um, what are <laughs> Chris and I are both suffering from Sheffield digital fatigue. I a think, bit. Uh, and I think, but for for good reasons, though. I think there's um, it's there's a problem being at the centre of a network because you're just inundated with requests and information and opportunities and um, and that and it's great right that's what you wanted to achieve in the first place you want to get more of this stuff happening and and there's a lot happening I just if you if you stop and look I think we said this at the AGM you know the, the the landscape's transformed really we've got so many things going on in the city so many companies moving here people moving here you know geek breakfast this morning there was like 20 people at geek breakfast this morning it was just it's just awesome you know yeah um you're going to need a bigger table. Well, yeah, we, well, yeah, we need our own cafe. Yeah. Um, so on the one hand, we need to take that and turn it into, into you know, higher, bigger things. Like, um, And at the other, on the other side, we want to make sure that we don't just separate ourselves from the community and the people and the, and the relationships and, and all of this stuff. And, and I think, you know, as the opportunities have grown and as the industry has grown and, um, you know, there are some really big opportunities to build stuff, you know, for the industry, if you like. Um, and we are working on some really big projects and we'll talk about some of them in a minute. Um, but I, you know, I'm worried that we're kind of separating too far away from 
um, just doing events that are fun and being involved in the community and being yeah. a community platform. Yeah. And so I, I've, and at the same time, we're not getting funded to the extent where we can do this full time and get paid appropriately yeah. for it. So that's kind of, so it, it's, it feels like we have a real bandwidth issue at yeah. the moment. If I can drop a tech analogy in there, a really dated one, which <laughs> wasn't very clever of me. Um, we've built a huge asset mm. with Sheffield Digital. We've, we've built something that really can provide all kinds of benefit to the city and to lots of people and to businesses as well. The problem is, is that we don't have the capacity to exploit that asset in an appropriate way. And there's this constant tension between doing the big stuff and doing the stuff that responds to our larger company members and staying true to the fact that we were first and foremost a community organisation and we don't want to stop doing that. And it, it, makes me, it makes me quite sad, actually, when we get feedback that people feel that we're not doing the community stuff anymore because we are trying... And what I would like very much is for people who feel we're not doing the community stuff very well to let us know, well, what, what are we getting wrong? What we could do right? But more importantly, how could you help us? Because we just don't have the capacity anymore to do everything and be everywhere and attend everything and take up all the invitations and the, you know, asks for consultation and all that kind of thing. So just, just thinking about it now and talking, it seems to me like one route to go is, okay, we need to go all out to scrape a huge amount of money together from wherever we can lay our hands on it in order to pay people full time to, to run Sheffield Digital. Or we go out and we say, okay, community, we have this thing. There are lots of things that could be done but there isn't enough capacity as it now stands. So how can you add to that capacity? What could you do? What time have you got available that you could put in? What project might you run? And just spread stuff out a lot wider, which um, the control freak in me really doesn't like. <laughs> when you say capacity, what you mean is, you mean the we quite literally, as in you and Chris, apart yeah. from uh, hiring a uh, some Burke to do a podcast with you. It's, it is just you two. I think that's that's the, the important thing yeah, to... Okay. Uh, well, quite from, from other directors. And, and, on and Claire and Sarah. And, of course, Sarah yes. Was, but, um, you know, they're, they're paid for their work. Yes. And, and that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they have, but, but, but all of the, all of the, those events that you talk about and all of the, you know, the yeah. vast bulk of the work is, is two people. Yeah. yeah. I think especially recently as, as we kind of, we're working to convert some quite big things and you know, it's just it takes up a huge amount of time, and yeah, we we have to juggle it with sort of day jobs and and you know doing client work and and bringing income in and and other things, and it's it's yeah, it's a lot. Um, was this discussed at the AGM? Was this part of the presentation? Not in this kind of detail. I can't remember. This that has far turned ago. into a bit of a therapy <laughs> session for Chris and I, hasn't it? Um, I think the the main thing that we raised at the AGM was this this tension we talked about earlier between being a business-focused organisation and being a community organisation. And the, the ask that we had was, we want to know what everybody out there thinks about what that balance should be and ideas that people might have of how we could keep that balance. I mean, Sheffield Digital isn't just Chris and I saying, oh, we're going to do this, and oh, we're going to do that. 
we're kind of the the front bit that you see, but what we're trying to do is deliver what the community wants mm. and what businesses want and what the city needs. If yeah, I could be so bold, I, I don't. I don't. I, I see. I don't think that was ever how we saw it. It's not that we're trying to deliver what the community needs. It was always that we're creating a platform for the community to do whatever it wants with it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think that's that's been lost, and we don't maybe remind people of that enough. You know, so when I do Geek Breakfast on a Friday morning, it's not because I want to talk to people or because, you know, it's about because, I, you know, it's a platform for people to meet each other. And I know loads of people that have got jobs from meeting someone there or got, you know, freelance work from meeting someone at Geek Breakfast or have, you know, entered into a, in, in, you know, into a business relationship or there's, there's an awful lot of that networky stuff that goes on. And it's very informal and there's lots of value that comes out of it. Um, and, but the rest of it is all like that as well. That's what this, every channel in the Slack is, is, is about that. The, our web, the website and the social media is about that. You know, if someone wants to do something, if someone wants to, to run something or get something off the ground, they, they can use that platform to, to, you know, to, to develop it, to reach out to organise a meetup or to find a sponsor or to or to whatever, and I I think sometimes maybe because we are seen at the front of it instead of people using the platform they ask us directly yeah and so we get inundated and sort of sucked into all of these things and obviously we want to try and serve and and connect people up and we spend an awful lot of our time linking people together via email you should talk to this person you should talk to that person you should do this you know or have you thought about um, uh, which is another reason that I, I do Geek Breakfast, because if people want to meet me, I say, well, I'll always be there, uh, you know, on a Friday morning. And that works really well. Um, but yeah, I kind of you kind of feel like um, the platform is there for people to use and to and to, to take advantage of. We, you know, it's not up for us to own. Um, and, you know, we we have to just let people do it and point people at it to use in the best way, because yeah, that there are these there are these big opportunities, and in order for us to make money out of doing this, in order for for this to become a viable thing that we can spend our time doing, we have to convert those opportunities because otherwise, you know, we'll do kind of eighty percent of it, and and no, you know, we won't get any financial benefit from it, whereas that final twenty percent is what what it needs in order to bring the sponsors in, or in order to get the funding, or you know, whatever it is. Yeah in order to make these things work. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the questions that Ian wrote down to guide us through this bit. Um, and there's one about what are the plans for the future? And I think the one thing I would say is that Sheffield Digital's not going away. Um, you know, we've built something really important and it needs to continue. Uh, there are all sorts of different ways that it could continue, but it will. I think this... This, what you've just been saying, Chris, about it being a platform just really makes sense to me. And I think we stop talking about it that way. And we we need to remind people and refresh and say to people, this is here for you to use. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not that Mel and Chris are there for you to ask. It's like, there's this whole thing that you can be part of and you can use. And if you get really stuck or if you aren't getting where you want, yeah. then maybe yes. we can jump in and help. So, yeah, yeah. so, but, it's all, but it also needs to be everybody's platform. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and maybe people don't see it that way. They see it as this big thing that they're not part of. Yeah. But it's never been just for members. It's always been it's for open. everyone. Um, yeah. So we've so, always tried to make sure that we don't, we, we don't create any channel on anyone's behalf. 
we've always in, tried to engage with the, you know the organizers and the meetups and to say you know if you'd like to create a channel then you create a channel and you run it um so know. some practical exam practical examples of that could be uh write a blog post for the websites tweet mm -hmm. something tag us in and we'll retweet it post a job on the website stick an event up on the websites create your own slack channel yeah yeah get get involved in slack go in feel free to ask questions provide answers when people ask them of you um if you find something out then let everybody know yeah just and you know it's not to say that people don't don't do this yeah. I mean, this happens every day yeah just um, more of it more, more um, of it, yeah. i think more people doing it because yeah. there is sort of a, there's a core isn't there um of very active people mm. and then perhaps if that core could be larger that would help solve the bandwidth problem okay um well i was going to say one of the other questions is what can people do to help but that's quite a specific thing isn't it so that they are well lots of things <laughs> there were lots of things on that yeah. list i think i think also it's worth kind of um talking about how much the conversation has changed and how much we've kind of been involved in changing the conversation um, and, you know, some of that has been around, you know, just our, the advocacy. So, so, you know, we, we start, we, we put a blog post up earlier this month, just listing all of the kind of fora that we've been to. And that, you know, there's, that wasn't everything that we, that both of us have done over the last month, but just, you know, here are meetings that we've been to round tables, discussions, events where, you know, the local digital economy of some, in some way was discussed. And this, these are the topics that came up. Um, and so I think, I think it's really important for us to be, to do that every month to show, you know, not just to show what it is that, that we're doing all the time, but also to get more people involved in those conversations and to, um, to get more, you know, more people understanding what, you know, what's being discussed where and, so that they can engage with it as well, or they yeah. can pick these conversations up. Um, but but also with the quarterly briefing that we've done and the showcases that we've been that we've been doing, and, and you know we're we're starting to have a bigger impact on policy making, and starting to you know get the city and the region to understand how they can sell and how they can understand and project what goes on in tech here. Um, and that's one of the things that we always set out to do was to was to kind of build the capacity of of our politicians and our economic development people and our public sector people, you know, build their understanding of what the tech sector does, build their understanding of the difference between a, a you know a technology company and a traditional company that's digitizing Th these kind of things, um, and then the quarterly briefing kind of gives us the ability to project that, you know, outside of the city and outside of the region to national policymakers, um, and our in, you know involvement with tech sector, yeah, you know, with um, you know, Tech Cluster UK uh, or UK Tech Clusters Group and Kodak, you know, who did the No Deal Brexit briefing um, earlier this week. You know, th these are really important things to put Sheffield on the map nationally and internationally. And that has this kind of long-term feedback benefit. And, and, you know, that's, it's really important for us to do that. That's, the, we've kind of put ourselves in a position to be able to do this credibly 
and it's starting to have a real effect. You know, we're now getting being engaged to get this messaging into the local industrial strategy and the strategic economic plan. You know, and there's then opportunities to 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 bring assets together. Uh, you know, to to get things built, like you know, like centres of excellence around specific parts of the of the tech industry, if you like. Um, more sponsors, you know, for the festival and, you know, these, these kind of things. Um, and I kind of feel like that's where, that's where we need to be concentrating on. So, so somehow we need to change our role and what we do day to day so that we can focus yeah. on those really big things. Yeah. Um, but while everything else still, you know, is still a great place to, to hang out and to participate in and does all the things that we that we've been doing for the last four years. So okay. That's the state, that's the state of things. It's <laughs> so all very interesting. You and asked. I, I did ask and, um, and I'm sure other people found it interesting too. So, I mean, I think anyone wants to give us feedback and uh, on any of that, um, I think we would welcome such a thing. Uh, info at Sheffield.digital and it will arrive in due time. That's how emails work. I think also like where we, the two of us are at the moment, it, we're very contended and a bit stressed over it. And it's kind of, this transition's di- difficult, yeah. we're, we're, you know, but you know, that I, in six months time, I could see it being a completely different picture. I can see, you know, the way, you know, the way that we're funded and the, and the impact that we've had and what we're building is on a different level to what we've done so far. That's, that's. I like I can the sound that. of that. It's always good to end on a positive, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Um, well, here's another positive for you. How did the autumn showcase go? Splendid is what you're about to say, of course. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was really good. Um, they're all really good. I'm, I love it, to be honest. Um, uh, like massive thanks to Sarah Lister as well, because this is pretty the first one that she's basically produced herself. Um, so, so yeah, so, you know, it was, it was really, because it's a lot of work putting them on, obviously, and... Um, you completed a full year now. We have, so yeah. All, that was all the four fourth seasons. one, yeah. Yeah. And I think the format worked really well. It was really it was really relaxed. You know, the the people we had on, the companies we had on were great. You know, uh, the the videos are gonna about to go up. Um, I've they're published. Uh, I think Sarah's putting the metadata in and there'll be a blog post about it and you can go and see them. In fact, if you go to well, they, they might still be set to private actually, but um yeah, imminently you'll be able to go to the Sheffield Digital YouTube channel and see them. Um and uh, yeah, it, it just, it works really well. And it was, it was, you know, relatively little work for me this time because all the logistics were handled by Sarah. Um, so it was a curation, you know, thing. And I, I, you know, spoke and met with all of the companies beforehand and they sent me all their, all their slides and presentations. Um, and I fixed them and put them all together and yeah, it worked well. Um, apart from it being a lovely evening and a good chance to hear about specific mm. projects, like the event in itself is a nice thing to go to. Has it has it had any impact elsewhere? Are people taking notice, maybe at the council or or like in the wider region? How, what, in terms of a, an event to continue running, what's the what's the aims? Well, I mean, in, in, it would be it would be nice to get sponsorship to to do it. Um, I think there's an opportunity for for sponsors to sort of add their name to to the event um, and support it. Um, in terms of impact, um, we I, we've seen quite a you know an increase in in video views. You know the the intention of it was always to to showcase you know digital projects in Sheffield in a in a 
in a digestible manner, um, you know, that were still uh, interesting to a specialist audience, but not um, too difficult to understand to a lay audience. Um, so I, you know, I've been reminding people um, regularly kind of for the last couple of months that this is, you know, especially schools, you know, there's this resource here. If you want to show your students what the tech industry does, just go and have, just go and watch some of these videos or, you know, you might want to speak to this person here's the video of them, you know, um, talking to me about what they do. Um, it's, it's been a really, you know, what, one of the, one of the companies, um, is looking for investment and I put them in touch with some potential investors and, and, you know, link them to the, to the showcase video. And they're now in discussions over, over getting funding, you know, so there's, there's been lots of small impacts, but I think the bigger impact is that more of the city understands what the tech industry does and more young people understand what the kind of things are made here and think they might want to do the same. Brilliant. Uh, is there a date for the next one? Yeah, uh, so twelfth of December. So it's, yeah, it's a it's a Christmas one. Um, so we'll have a bit of a Christmas party as well. It'll probably, in fact, it will kind of be the de facto Sheffield Digital Christmas party, I guess. Uh-oh. But we'll announce that soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but e- equally, yeah, if anybody wants to wants to um, be a guest on it, um, get in touch because I'm I'm looking for projects and interesting things for people to present. Great. Sounds like a uh, another fun event in store. Speaking of fun events, how was the reaction to the No Deal Brexit preparations event? That was early this week. You just mentioned it. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, um, It was a, a co-run with Kodak. Mm-hmm. And the idea was to try and explain to local businesses or to answer questions from local businesses yeah. about what to do or what to expect. Um, should there be a, a No Deal Brexit at the end of this month, mm-hmm. October 2019? Yeah, or whenever. Hello, everyone from the distant future. How did it all go? Yeah. Well, thank God. Um Yep. Any interest? In, what kind of interest was there in the event? Actually, I thought that was. Uh, uh, I was quite interested to. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so there, it was. We it, maybe there wasn't um, a huge number of people there, but it was the right people. So everybody who came, you know, run tech companies and were really engaged in the issue. And I think it's a really important issue. I know I got apologies from quite a few people. They just weren't able to spend two hours on a Wednesday afternoon. You know. Um, you know, finding out about about um, No Deal Brexit. Um, but the information was really sound and the conversation was really good. Um, so, D- you know, DCMS hired um, Kodak um, to to put this briefing together to, to, to you know, to, to analyse what the implications of a No Deal Brexit would be for tech companies and startups um, in particular. And their advice is very good. And so Dom Hallis came up um, and to, to present it, um, and and I mean I won't go into a lot of there's, you know specific stuff about um, you know about employment and visas if you've got EU um, you know staff currently about recruitment in the future about um, you know what what if you work remotely for a European company what if you know how you cross-border e-commerce transactions work, you know, what, what constitutes a data flow, um, and you know, where, where's your data hosted? Um, what, what kind of data is it? You know, personal data does it fall under GDPR? Um, how is this likely to change if we crash out or all these kind of things? So all of these, you know, there's and a whole set of other categories of, of, of question and issue about this as well. So it was really knowledgeable. Um, and uh, and we also had um, Kathleen O'Donnell from Fragman and um, 
uh, Glenn Jack from BRM Solicitors, um, who then were part of the Q&A. Um, and yeah, it was about 40 minutes of people asking questions and getting good answers, even when, you know, the, the answer was actually unknown still. Um, I think the biggest overriding advice was this is really a business continuity issue and, you know, no deal Brexit or not, you should probably address these things right now anyway. Um, whether it happens at the end of this month or happens at some time in the future or never, ha- never happens at all, having a handle on all of these, all of these issues is actually, um, you know, puts your business in a better position anyway. Um, so yeah, so it was a really good event. Um, and you know, there's, we, I've re- videoed it and, um, those videos will, um, will be made available next week. Um, so all the people that, that couldn't make it and people it's that are get interested with in us. Yeah, I know it's not far <laughs> off. So Great. Um, we published on the Sheffield Digital website this week, um, a range of tech growth programs, um, from Tech Nation. I'm going to read this for you. Tech Nation, the UK network for tech entrepreneurs, is calling for applicants for three of its growth programs. There are opportunities for UK companies at every stage of growth, early stage, rising stars, mid-stage, upscale, and late stage, future 50. Read on to see which is the best fit for you. I got a bit of game show there as I got about halfway through. Um, we, we encourage people to do this, get involved, look for those opportunities. Well, absolutely, because this is... All of this stuff is free support for your business at whatever stage you're you're in, um, and while it's a national program, it is still engageable with at a regional level. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I went on about uh, last time we did a podcast, was you know if there's free stuff out there, people, why wouldn't you <laughs> at least have a go? Yeah. Um, and even if you don't get on to the programme this time round, you've put yourself in front of a bunch of people who need to know about you and your business. Um, and that never hurts either. Mm. So it's worth taking a minute just to have a look at the links that are in the blog post and check out and see if there's something that you can take advantage of. Because as always, um, the companies that do take advantage of this, it tends to be skewed to the south. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly not enough Sheffield companies go on to these programmes. So take 10 minutes when you're having a coffee break and just have a look and see if it's for you. That's one thing in general, actually. I think, you know, we always say Sheffield isn't very good at shouting about itself. Um, I think a lot of Sheffield companies um, don't put themselves forward and don't nominate themselves for awards. And I mean, Tech Nation now have got a kind of coverage of all different stages of company mm. through these programmes. Um, getting yourself on lists, getting yourself, you know, into other people's marketing is is so important to find investors and people that are interested in what you're doing. Um, so, so yeah, I I would I would recommend anybody at any stage of company um, nominating themselves at every opportunity for for awards and for programs like this. Uh, which is a good time to remind people about uh, Shorts as Radius service, which we talked about with Scott Birkinshaw on the a previous episode of the podcast. Um, yeah, people so should th- do that. This is more free money, basically. <laughs> yes. um, the so HMRC will give you back money if you can show that you've been investing in research and development, and the what can be eligible is much broader than you might think. Um, so Shorts, our uh, sponsors and our long-term 
accounting partners have a service called Radius. Friends and partners, I believe, is Friends the phrase. Friends and partners is the, is the phrase. I'll use that in the future. So they have a service called Radius where you can sit down and talk to them, tell them about what you do. They will be able to advise you whether there is an opportunity for you to reclaim cash from the tax man. And if there is an opportunity, they will take care of it all for you. And then they just take a small cut. So, um, yeah, why wouldn't you? And and I said before, but with a startup that I was involved in a little while ago, we were able to reclaim quite a substantial amount in R&D tax credit, which helped fund the continuation of the business. So it's a good thing for cash flow. And if you want to know all about that in lots more detail, it was episode 38 that we spoke to Scott, so mm-hmm. not long ago. Um and then finally, before we get on to events and what have you, uh, the National Centre for EdTech. Mm-hmm. Sounds exciting, Chris. Tell us more. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. I mean, it, it's one of the things that I was talking about earlier when I was talking about, you know, that there are these kind of big, big projects that, you know, potentially could change how we're funded and what we do and certainly change the kind of landscape. Um, and this is one of them. And I, I think, you know, it's, you know the the work that we've done for the for the quarterly briefing to kind of lay out well the, these are these are Sheffield's strengths you know these are the kind of horizontal capabilities and these are the vertical areas that we apply technology um, we have a history of applying technology in the city um, edtech is obviously an imp- you know a big one of those and this is the kind of initiative that we can do in each of these areas and this one is to um, create a national centre. Because there isn't one in in the UK at the moment. There is a national strategy for EdTech and there is an organisation called EdTech UK, which is a lobbying organisation on behalf of of EdTech, especially for educators. Um, And so we're we're collaborating with them um, to kind of to create a national centre here in Sheffield. And we've got a lot of support to do it. Um, I can't really talk too much about it because we're right you know, awaiting, about to find out whether the final piece of funding has come in um, because we pitched it about a week ago as we record this. Um, but if it does, we'll start on the scoping exercise to to, to put it together. Um, but it is really exciting. It's, uh, you know, about cementing Sheffield's reputation and history of creating learning technologies and all of the all of the companies that have grown up around that, you know, from, from UFI being based here and then LearnDirect, both of which have now gone. Um, and while they've kind of, the, the, the public sector or the institutional part of e-learning, if you like, has left the city and left this void. It's now being filled by these, these um, startups and, and younger companies that are really, um, yeah, like having a global impact in terms of learning and, and how technology is used um, to, to, to learn and, and teach um, in education. So, um, so yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm absolutely on tenterhooks to find out whether or not it's going to go ahead or not. But um, that's what I am planning to spend the next couple of months of my life working on. Excellent. Fingers crossed on that one. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Here's a load of stuff that is definitely going to go ahead. Some upcoming events and meetups in Sheffield. On the 10th of uh, October, which is practically today. It was yesterday, wasn't it? It was yesterday, yeah. <laughs> well, that's happened. <laughs> On the 15th uh, is Agile Sheffield. On the 16th is Sheffield Ruby User Group. Then the 17th is Podcast Rebellion, uh, which is hosted by the folks here at Rebel Base Media. On the 17th also is the next edition of Leg Up Social. Uh, And also on the 17th is Sheffield Culture Collective Workshop. 
It's a busy day. On the 22nd, it's the uh, first of a couple, I think, information school research seminars. Um, does anybody know much more about that? That's quite a vague description of something, uh, isn't that's it? That's the University of Sheffield's information school. Um, and I think their researchers do seminars on the work that they're doing. Mm, yeah. Really interesting if you get a chance to go along. Fantastic. That's on the 22nd. On the 25th of October, visit the Hackspace. It's an opportunity to go and have a look around. On the 29th is the Sheffield Digital Festival Open Forum. Mel? Yes, I'd like to say a little bit about yes. this. So uh, we're starting to plan next year's Sheffield Digital Festival, Yay! Mm. which will be in May and will again be at uh, co-host in Castle House. Um, but what we want to do is get more input from you guys out there about what... <laughs> Ian is trying to take a picture and he's yes. completely put me off my stride. I'm now going to turn away. He's trying to negotiate his phone between all the microphones and everything. Anyway, point. what I was trying to say was, um, please come along to this one-off meetup to talk about what you think should happen at the festival, both at the main event and during the whole week, so that we can find ways to make it better and bigger and more fun and generally very awesome. So if you're in the least bit interested in helping to shape the festival, if you've got feedback from last time, if you've got an idea for next time, um, come along. It'll be at Sheffield Tech Parks uh, in the evening on the 29th of October. Marvellous. Also on the 29th of October is the Tech SEO Summit. Now, I checked this because I thought, well, that should be Summit. They've spelled that wrong, but I think <laughs> they've just gone all in on the pun. And they, have. they have. It's very Yorkshire. <laughs> yes. Um on the 30th, we have Bitcoin Sheffield. On the 31st, this is still October, it's a very busy month. Uh, front end Sheffield. And then into November on the 4th, we have the next Smart Sheffield. Chris, anything to say? Uh, it'll be on the future of mobility. And it'll be at the Electric Works. It's our first one at the Electric Works as part of our new sponsorship deal with Creative Space Management. Um, yeah, it should be a really good one. Um, there's a, been a review done by City Region on future mobility and there's quite a few interesting projects going ahead that we'll all hear about there. Fantastic. And then on the 7th of November, it's the next Sheffield Content Club, which I've heard a lot of good things about. <laughs> I quite enjoyed it last time. <laughs> um, and members. So new members since the last time we spoke. Companies. Um, Mel, tell me if these are renewals or new members. I wasn't quite sure, but we have Field. So Field are new members. Uh, Nimble are renewals. And Vantage Technologies are new. So welcome to them. Marvellous. And on the individual side of thing, we have nobody since the last time we spoke, so we encourage everyone to find £5 a month to support such a wonderful <laughs> venture as this. If you would like to subscribe to the show, you can do that in Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Uh, you can also uh, leave a review if you want. That's not something that people commonly do, I don't think, but yeah, I, I would recommend it. It all helps and good place to put feedback, especially if it's five stars. In fact, I would say only if it's five stars. <laughs> Um, you can find out more at sheffield.digital slash podcast and we post all of the episodes on the Sheffield Digital website too. So if you want to go and uh, find the show notes for each episode, that's the list of things that we talk about. You can uh, you can do that there. And I think that that's it. All right. So have we just made two pod two really long podcasts? I think we there? have. <laughs> we, we have to be more succinct. Or Ian has to ask us for your questions. You I just, blame Ian. You've just given us more space to ramble on. <laughs> Don't worry, you're going to get severely edited. Oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>